Hello everybody and welcome. It's James here from Consensus Education, back again with another brief explainer podcast. These are the podcasts where we take a simple element of debating or public speaking and explain it to you with tips and takeaways for you and your students. They're about five minutes long and if you'd like something longer, please feel free to check out our brief explainer videos, which are about double the length. As per usual, if you'd like us to cover a particular topic, please feel free to email us at info at consensuseducation.com. Today's topic will be about how to control your nerves. This is a question that we get a lot. And so Jules and I have both done separate podcasts with our favorite tips for this particular element of speaking. Okay, I'm gonna be covering uh, why we get nervous when we speak. I'm gonna to talk to you about the reality of our nerves and some of my favorite strategies as well as just some of the common misconceptions that we have about how audiences actually respond to what we're doing on the stage. All right, let's have a look at this first one, which is a really simple thing about why we get nervous when we speak. The reality of nerves in any situation is that they're a biological response to what's happening in your immediate surroundings. And basically that just means based on the situation that you're in, you'll get more or less nerves happening as a physical response inside your body. Some people like have less just on average. Some people are more highly strong and just have like more anxious responses on average as well. All of that is completely fine. And none of that should really stop you in terms of speaking. But we do get nerves based on how our brain is thinking about our surroundings and how common the type of thing that we're doing is and what the perceived threats are that your brain is cooking up for you and saying, this is a reason to be worried. So that means that the reality of nerves is that they're a mental game, right? So it means that we need to, to some extent, realize that they're there and then use strategies to try and control them in order to get the best speech out possible. At least in this situation, that's what we should be thinking about with nerves. So let's move on to my favorite strategy and it's probably gonna take up the meat of this podcast, which is called reframing. Reframing is one of those techniques that I learned probably in my mid twenties and it has absolutely transformed my life. I'm not here to give you life advice, but I can say to you that reframing is just a really good strategy. So what is it? Reframing basically takes any element of life and goes, all right, how am I feeling about it? And what's the actual reality in terms of what real things and, and real impacts are occurring that are outside of me that um, are kind of making me feel a particular type of response? And is that response the one that is the only response? Or even is that response the kind of more logical or more correct response? Let's have a look at public speaking. Public speaking and nerves is basically, you know, completely fine because, you know, you're putting yourself in a position where you're on a podium, where you're like open threat, where, you know, you could be heckled, you could be jeered at, you could be booed. You've put yourself both physically and emotionally at risk. So it makes sense that your body sends you a response going, whoa, this is a bit crazy. This is a bit full on. Let's reframe that. Let's have a look at what the audience is actually thinking. The audience is thinking a few things. At best, they're really thinking, wow, I hope this person does a great job. I really like them. I respect what they're doing. 
At worst, they're not particularly tuned in and they weren't likely to care about what you were saying anyway. There is almost nobody in an audience that is thinking, I hope this person fails. And that's the biggest thing that you can take away from reframing an actual kind of public speaking setting. And there's a couple of reasons why they don't want you to fail, but most of that is just to do with the fact that most people are pretty nice. And the people that aren't particularly nice aren't likely to rock up to public speaking events anyway, right? So when it comes down to it, particularly if you're a student, you've really got nothing to be afraid of and you've got everything to be proud of. And this moves me on to my last point that I'm gonna talk about, which is what are you really here for? The reality is when you've been actually getting up and doing a speech, the reality is that you're there to put some kind of like message or call to action or give some kind of information to your audience. And that's probably the best thing that you can think about. You're there for a purpose. And as long as you keep that purpose in your mind, then your nerves shouldn't really matter as long as you achieve your goal. Let's have a quick look at some of the uh, common mistakes that people make when they look at nerves. The first one is like, this weird phrase that people are, you know, I don't know where it came from, but essentially it's like, imagine the audience in their underwear, like it's some kind of great leveler. The reality is the audience doesn't probably need to be imagined in their underwear. Neither does like, neither do you have to stare at one particular person in order to make eye contact. Understand that public speaking is just a big conversation with a lot of people and you'll do better than imagining them in some kind of ridiculous situation. The final thing I'd say in terms of a um, kind of takeaway here is to make sure that you know where you're going to finish. So it's simple when it comes down to um, you know a speech, make sure you've got a clear message and make sure you know where that message ends. And what you'll know is you'll know when your actual speaking performance is due to stop and that'll give you a real firm marker in your mind as to like how long your nervous system should actually be responding to this particular situation for. I hope some of this helps and I hope some of this uh, makes your speaking performances better in the future. As always, if you'd like to ask us a question, flick us an email at info at consensuseducation.com. Cheers.